discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Wow. It's a blessing, isn't it? How many of you are here yesterday? Wow, I was here yesterday. Were you blessed? Okay, so I want to take us a step further tonight. Okay, can I take you just a step further? Yesterday I started talking about spiritual education, isn't it? Educating yourself spiritually. Is it true? Educating the human spirit. Educating the human spirit. I started off by telling you that your spirit is the most important person. Okay, That's, your spirit is the real is your is the real you. The real you. Hallelujah. Take him out, and nothing works. The day you become born again, your spirit man is activated and brought alive to God. The fatherhood of your spirit changes from the devil to that of God. The day you become born again. Hallelujah. And that's remarkable. But if you don't know it, if you don't know it, you have trouble. That's why God sets the church for us to learn. So in 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 13, I believe. Go to 1 Timothy 3. Let's read from verse 13. Go to verse 15 and let me see. Yes, verse 15. It says, But if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and the God. Go to verse 14, so I read from 14 to 15, so I understand it more. It says, These things write I unto, unto you, hoping to come unto you shortly. So he says, I want to come to you shortly. But if I don't come as I intend to come, okay, in order for you to know how to behave yourself in the house of God, I've written these things so that you know how to behave yourself in the house of God. Then he gives a very powerful description for the house of God. He says that, so that thou mightest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God. It's not the church of the dead God. It's the church of the living God. See, it is the church of the living God. So God is alive in his church. He says, which is the church of the living God, then he calls it the pillar and the ground of the truth. The pillar is to support the roof. The ground is for the foundation of the building. So he's saying that the church is the foundation, the holding base, okay? The foundation and the holding base of the truth. Meaning that the church is there to help you, to educate you, just as you have schools there to educate your mind, your intellect. Same with the church. The church is there to educate you spiritually. The gym is there to educate your body. Or train you. But the word educate also means to train. Hallelujah. 
So the church is there for your education. To help you know and identify the things that have been given to you. You remember yesterday I quoted a scripture from Acts chapter 8 from verse 29 concerning a man called Philip and a certain uh, eunuch from Ethiopia. The Ethiopian eunuch. The Ethiopian eunuch was reading the Bible. So you pick that Bible you are reading, you can't understand what's going on. You don't even know where to start from. You don't even know where to start from. Is it true? Yeah. The Ethiopian eunuch, his story was similar to everybody's story. He was reading everything but did not understand what was reading. And the Bible says that Philip came and asked him, do you understand what you are reading? He said, how can I understand except a man guides me? If a man does not guide me, how will I be able to understand what I'm reading? So in the same way, God gives men to guide you, to train you and raise you. Spiritually speaking. Do you understand? He gives you men. He gives us men. If you read, go to First um, Corinthians chapter 3. Let's read from verse 5 into verse 6. I was mentioning this to some of our, uh, in, in the church I was, I was preaching in this morning. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 5. Let's read from verse 4. First Corinthians 3, verse 4. It says, For while one saith, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, are you not yet carnal? Continue, verse 5. Then it says, Who then is Paul? And who is Apollos? But ministers by whom you believed, even as the Lord gave to every man. He says, Paul and Apollos are ministers by whom you believe. They are people who are given to you through whom you will believe. If you don't meet them, you will never believe. Do you understand my message? Yeah. If you don't meet them, you will never believe. Hallelujah. It says they are men. They are ministers by whom you believed. Even as the Lord gave to every man. God gives every man someone to teach him. And raise him. And help him. If you despise that person, you will never grow in the Lord. Just as you have a teacher, you must respect and honor. There is a man sent from God for you that you must respect and honor in order to have spiritual development in your life. Experience spiritual development in your life. Your life is tied to some people. It's tied to some people, it's tied to some men for you to grow. So sometimes someone can be born again and be in a certain church for years and it's not growing. He's in that church, he can be in the church for five years. But within the five year period, he doesn't even know who Jesus is. He doesn't speak in tongues. He doesn't know John 10.30. He doesn't know the Holy Spirit. There's nothing. He's just, he's clueless. So he lives his life just like any other person who is not born again. But he's born again. But because he's not been trained and raised, he's still a baby. He has remained a baby and therefore cannot grow. Because he's not growing, there's no difference between him and those who are out there. Do you understand? Until he meets, yeah, until he meets the man sent from God for him, he will not grow. Because the Lord gives to every man to minister to you so that you can believe. In the case of the Ethiopian, you know, the man that was sent to him was who? Was Philip. When Philip came, the Ethiopian Enoch believed. And the word of God that he was reading, that didn't make any sense for him. All of a sudden, caused him to produce results. What he was reading, the Bible says that Philip started explaining concerning Jesus from that same place where he was reading. But he didn't even understand. He said that, as Philip is the, the man, is a prophet that is talking about himself or he's talking about somebody else. That's what he asked Philip. 
And Philip, the Bible says that from that same scripture, he began to explain about Jesus. And the man gave his life to Christ and got baptized on that same day. Why? Because a certain man came to help for the scriptures to become real for him. So there are teachers that God has sent. If you read in Ephesians chapter 4, you see it there. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11. Let's look at it. Ephesians 4 11. So there's a school. There's a place. There's a location. You must be there. If you don't present yourself, you will not grow. You are the kind of person who is into uh, coming to church today, tomorrow. You are not in church. You are just like that bar student in secondary school or university or in primary. Those who they come for they are, they come Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. They don't they don't come Monday is too tough. I didn't used to like going to school on Mondays. When I was younger, I'll hide my school uniform on Sunday night. Monday they'll look for it and they can't find it. But I know where it is. I say, I don't know, I don't know where it is. They'll look for it, look for it, look for it before they realize it's nine o'clock. Okay then, you will not go. Stay home. Tuesday morning I'll find my own dress. I own it and go to school. Yeah, I didn't like going to school at all. Because Monday was so hot. I don't know if you are it's too hot. All the teachers are well, they are all coming to collect their their homework. I mean I was it was that bad. To the extent that even in Form 3 I was doing that. Even in GSS3 I was doing it. I was a class with it, but I will not go to school. I'm the class with it, but I will not go to school on Monday. Monday morning, you will not see me. I was a class with it too. But I was not going to school. Because Monday was too hot. Don't frep church. Tell anybody, don't frep the service. Don't, don't frep. Do you know, do you understand frep? You know they bab, you know they come, you frep the service. You won't come for the service, you sweat. If you don't come, you will not grow as you are supposed to. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, so it is called the pillar and the ground of faith, of the truth. Then he says in this place, in Ephesians 4, verse 11, he says, And he gave some apostles, and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. Then he says, For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry. They are there to perfect you. Let's read the King James of verse 12. I have so many things to share with you today. Amplify. Okay, go, let's read from verse 11 to verse 12. Okay. It says, and his gifts were varied. He himself appointed and gave men. Have you seen it? He gave what? He gave men to us. Some to be apostles, special messengers, some prophets, inspired preachers and expounders, some evangelists, preachers of the gospel, traveling missionaries, some pastors, shepherds of his flock, and teachers. So he gave all these people as, as gifts. Then it says, his intention, Jesus' intention, was the perfecting and full equipping of the saints. His intention was what? The perfecting and the full equipping of the saints, his consecrated people, that they should do the work of, the, of ministering toward building up the, the up Christ's body, the church. Hallelujah. Yeah, so you must grow. You have to grow. You have to develop. Your spirit has to be trained. It has to be trained. Okay? Your spirit has to be educated. And I mentioned to you the last time that the book, the textbook for the education is the Bible. God has a language. The language he speaks is the Bible. God has a meal. The meal he gives out is his word. If you don't get it, you're not going to go. So the Bible is too important. It's too important. You need to get access to the word. The word of God has to open up to you. If it doesn't, you will not live the way you are supposed to live. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Knowledge of God's word. Go to Proverbs chapter 11. Let's read verse 9. Proverbs 11, 9. King James. It says, An hypocrite with his mouth destroyeth his neighbor. But through knowledge, say through knowledge. Through knowledge shall the just be delivered. Through knowledge shall the just be delivered. Through knowledge shall the just be delivered. 
If the just, the word just means my righteous ones. Okay, if you go to Romans chapter 4 verse 25, go to Romans chapter 4 verse 25, you see it there. Romans 4 25 into, he says, let's read from verse 24 so that we understand it better. But for us also to whom it shall be imputed, if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead. So you see, he's talking about dead, about, about Jesus, right? So the next verse says, so I can, I can start this by saying, Jesus, who was delivered for our offenses. He says, Jesus was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. Jesus was raised again for our justification. The word justification means for our being declared not guilty or being declared righteous. So, the day you became born again, you were declared not guilty. So, God is not looking for you to destroy you. If you don't, there are a lot of children of God who think that God does not like them because of some things that they do. Okay? It's because, you think like that because you've not been educated spiritually along a certain line. You see, there are different subjects in school. Physics, chemistry, I read science, so I normally remember those things. Physics, chemistry, uh, uh, biology, uh, elective maths, core maths, English, core science, what else? And some of those things. Social studies, life skills, hallelujah. <laughs> there are different subjects, different courses that you learn. Same thing with the scriptures. There are different courses. That you need to be educated in. As one, is a big thing. Okay? And every book represents a course. Or every subject represents a course. There's a subject on righteousness. There's a subject on sin. There's a subject on consecration. There's a subject on giving. There's a subject on tithing. There's a subject on spiritual power. There's a subject on prosperity. There's a subject on the Holy Spirit. There's a subject on faith. I guess what I'm saying. These are different subjects that you need to be trained and need to be educated in. Hallelujah. If you are not educated in the subject of righteousness, it's a subject. Okay? Look at uh, Hebrews chapter 5. Let's read verse 12. You'll see it there. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 12. It says, For when for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the principles of the Oracle, first principles of the oracles of God. And I become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. These guys were not growing as we were supposed to. Next verse. For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of what? Righteousness. For he's a babe. He's a babe. He says, he calls it the word of righteousness. So there's a word or a subject or a course of righteousness. A doctrine of righteousness. Do you understand what I'm saying? Huh? If you are not educated along that line, you will always be beating yourself as a child of God. Your prayers will always be, Lord, forgive me. Give, forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me. Every time you, you will be apologizing to God, you will never be able to live right. Your born again experience does not mean that, okay, your living right is not what makes you born again. It is your born again that causes you to live right. You can't, you can't live right. Who, who is right? Everybody's bad. Everybody's bad. Oh, oh, it's true. No, just check your thoughts. Just check your thoughts. Check your thoughts. All that. You see, it's like you don't like what I'm like. We like it. You like it. Is it true? Be honest. Say the truth and shame the devil. You like the twerking, isn't it? It's inside. You like, you like foolishness, basically. Hallelujah. You need Jesus to help you to like the right things. 
without him you can't do anything. Jesus said, without me you cannot do anything. You can do nothing. Hallelujah. So the righteousness of God is what helps you to live right. I live right not because I, I am special or I have, I have a disciplined life. No. It's because of the righteousness of God that is inside me. I've been taken away from sin and I've, brought, I've been brought into light. And I've been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. If you read in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21, you see there. Go to 2 Corinthians 5 21. I'm just trying to show you some of the things you need to be educated about. Okay? Your pastor is doing a good job here. So it's not a problem. If you have been coming to church, you realize that the scriptures I'm using are scriptures that you know already. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a course. If I'm teaching something else and you're teaching something else, it means that we are not using the same textbook. Do you understand? Uh-huh. Just for he has made him to be sin. Jesus was made to be sin. Who knew no sin? So that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. So the day you became born again, you were made the righteousness of God. Right now, you are called the righteousness of God. You are the righteousness of God. You are a righteous man. Can you imagine? You are when you consider yourself, you realize it's like you are not a righteous man. But that's what God is saying about you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are, you, they say you are a righteous man. So what do you do? You walk as a righteous man. You live like a righteous man. The question is, how do righteous men live? Check the scriptures. All those who are written in there are righteous people. They, 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 they lived for God. They lived with God in perspective. That's how your life is supposed to be like. So the moment you're educated along that line, you, you refuse to allow sin to dominate your life. Because sin shall not have dominion over you. Look at, look at, go to Romans chapter 6. Let's read from verse 11. <laughs> so sin doesn't become a problem anymore. But if you are not educated along these lines, you, every time, you be thinking about sin. And it is your thoughts about sin that leads you to sin. It's your thoughts about sin that leads you to sin. Okay? Last is as a result of thoughts. <laughs> Last is as a result of your thoughts. If you think I'm lying, let me show you. Go to James chapter 1. First of all. Go to James chapter 1. Let's read from verse 1. Let's read from verse 13. 13. James chapter 1 verse 13. This let no man say when he's tempted, I'm tempted of God. Since nobody should say that thing. Don't say it when you are tempted that it's God who is tempting me. Forget about it. For God cannot be tempted with evil. Neither tempted he any man. He doesn't tempt anybody. Look at the next verse. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own what? His own lust. His own lust. This is personal. It's personal. His own lust. And enticed. Have you seen it? He is drawn away by his own. It is every man is tempted when he's drawn away of his own lust. And then, enti- let's do that, amplify. So you understand it more. But every person is tempted when he's drawn away, enticed and baited by his own evil desire. Are you seeing it? His own what? Evil desire, lust, passions. That evil desire is already there. The Bible says that the lust is lacking in our flesh. It's already there. Your makeup alone. It's, there's lust inside your flesh. It's called the desire of the flesh. Do you understand? But it is promoted by your thoughts. What are you think? What, what do you catch yourself thinking about? Like when you are there, what do you catch yourself thinking about? Are you thinking about bottoms, hips, breasts? HB squared. Hips, bottoms, breasts. Is that what you are thinking about? That's a guy. Ladies, what do you think about? 
You don't, what do you think about? Gossiping, jealousy, divisions, party spirit, strife, the hatred, the look at the girl's face, she's not even beautiful. These are thoughts that are in your mind. You know, the girl is beautiful. Everybody knows that the girl is beautiful, but you are saying, as you pass her by, look at her, look at her head. You are just saying it in your head. Look at her head. Her head is too big. She's not even beautiful. Or trying to hold her door. You know, your thoughts are what causes your, the last in your members to be promoted. Do you understand? Look at the next verse. Then the evil desire, when it has conceived, so there's last conceived. Last can be conceived. It can become pregnant. It gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully matured, brings forth death. So have you seen how sin comes? Sin comes as a result of your own lust. How does your, your lust come? By your thoughts. How does the devil tempt people? The devil tempts people through their thoughts. Okay? Second Corinthians chapter 2 verse 11. You see it there. Second Corinthians 2 11. Let's read. Okay, it's okay. This one is nice. It says, to keep Satan from getting the advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his wiles and intentions. Have you seen it? His wiles and what? Intentions. Now, go to the King James. Go to King James. Lest Satan should have an advantage of us. For we are not ignorant of his devices. The word devices there, the Greek word that is used there is noema. N-O-E-M-A. And it means thoughts. It says we are not ignorant of his thoughts. They are thoughts, the devices of the devil, or the, the tools that the devil, the power the devil has is thoughts. Sometimes you'll be there, innocently, you are just praying in your mind. Then a thought just flies into your mind. Charlie. The girl she find you. You are praying. You are praying. If you don't think, one of the other things you have to know, this I also, I'm educating spiritually. Okay? One of the special education you need to know is that all the things that you think, like you, it's like you, you are, it's happening to you. You are the baddest guy. It's like it's happening to only you. It's a lie. It's the devil who tells you that it's only you. And he will tell you, when you start praying, my father will thank you. Which father? That's, that, that's, the devil will say, which father are you praying to? When they say, let's stop holy hands and let's ask worship, as you are letting the devil talk to you, foolish boy. Which hands are holy? Come on, put your hands down. Yesterday, what were you doing with your hands? Don't think that you are the only one who has such thoughts coming to you. Okay, it's in the Bible as well. It says what is happening to you is happening to all your brothers in the whole world. Everybody is going through the same thing. But the difference is that one knows what to do, the other one doesn't know what to do. Hallelujah. Thoughts. Thoughts. Thoughts will be coming to you. There are two sources of thoughts from outside. Sometimes you see something and then you start thinking about it. Has it ever happened to you? You see something... And then you start thinking about it. Sometimes you'll be there and a the thought just comes to you from within. Something you saw some years ago will just fly into your mind. And you can, someone can be thinking, a lady can be thinking about how terrible she is uh, to the extent that she'll start crying. Without anybody talking to her. She'll just be looking at herself. I'm not beautiful. God, pa, why did you? What kind of nose is this? So when you were creating me, what nose? It, just thoughts are coming to her. The how that she's not beautiful. I mean, just like that. And you'll be there and you start, you just, so, you just start sobbing on your own. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you're sitting at the crowd. Just thoughts. The devil will depress you because of thoughts. <laughs> you see? So your thoughts, they lead you and cause you to do the wrong that you are not supposed to do. But if you will learn 
If you read in Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. Go to Colossians chapter 3. The Bible shows us what to do with our minds. Okay? It's called spiritual education. Say spiritual education. If you will do it, you'll be fine. You'll be surprised. You will get results. You will be surprised at the results you'll get. If only you do what God says you should do. So, right now, it's a matter of you doing what God says you should do. Finding out what God has said. Knowledge of what God has said is very important. And doing what God has said is very, very important. You must first of all get to know. Your deliverance as a just man, as a right, I've told you that you are the righteousness of God in Christ, isn't it? That is what has happened. But you may not feel like it, you may not look like it, you may not think like it. Even though that is the reality. The first thing you need to do is to get to know what God has said. Because if you don't know, you'll be denied. If you don't know, you'll be thinking that you are the baddest guy in the whole world. And the devil will lead you into doing ter- more terrible things. You will give up on yourself. You think that there's no recovery for you. Nothing can happen for you. Even Saul of Tarsus was saved by God. Yeah? He was a murderer. He had killed people. But God saved him. So there's, it doesn't matter. You are smoking weed and so what? Oh, what is your problem? People have done worse. You see, the sins that are done in Ghana, they cannot be compared to the sins that are done in America. You, you, it's, it's, you, you have not changed, you have not changed your, 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 your penis into vagina. It's still penis. What God gave to you is what you have. <laughs> in America, God is confused. He doesn't know because people he created as males are now females. So he doesn't know. When he reaches them, he doesn't know which, which, when he sees them, he's like, is it you? No, no, it's not you. And he goes to another house. He doesn't know whether to say my son or my daughter. He doesn't know. So what have you done? Ask your neighbor, what have you done? You are not that bad. Tell neighbor, you are not that bad. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's a sin consciousness that causes you to produce sin. If you are righteousness conscious, if you are right, the fact that I'm the goodness of God in the earth, by me others are others receive good. By me, people's lives are built up. You'll be surprised that you become like that. As soon as you start thinking like that, you start be, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. What you are thinking is what you are, is what you become. If you think you are poor, hey, you will be very, very, very poor. Yeah. If you start thinking from where you come from. Because sometimes you know where you are coming from. You know your home. You know that in your house there's the, the, the carpet there is calico. It's, there's nothing there. Do you understand what I'm saying? You, you sleep on mat in the house. You, you know. But if you start thinking like that, if you carry that thought with you wherever you go in life, you will, be, you will forever produce poverty. But if you start thinking that I'm a child of God, God has taken me from my natural family and has brought me into his family, into a spiritual family. I'm now a child of God. Is God poor? God works on gold. If God works on gold, then me too, I'll work on gold in Jesus' name. Then a great transformation starts happening in your life. So, knowledge of scriptures and Thinking on scriptures are very important. That is the way God educates us. Okay? That is why I try to read that particular scripture to you in prayers chapter 11 verse 9. Go to prayers 11 verse 9 and I'll come back to this. It says, through knowledge shall the just be delivered. If the righteous sons of God and righteous daughters of God need any deliverance, it's a deliverance of knowledge. It's a deliverance of what? Knowledge. It says, but through knowledge, say through knowledge, shall the just be delivered. Eh, through knowledge, you have to get to know the Bible. 
get to know what has been done for you. Okay? If you don't get to know you, it will not, it will not work. It will not work. So, what do you do with your thoughts? What do you do with your mind? Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. Go there. Let me show it to you briefly. It says, If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. He says, If ye have been risen with Christ, you must know that you have ra- you've been raised from the dead with Christ. And you are now seated in heavenly places together with Christ. Are you seeing it? It's part of your spiritual education. So your location, your spiritual location is not earthly. Your spiritual location is heavenly. Hallelujah. <laughs> For instance, I, I, don't, I don't walk around thinking like someone who is from my village, my father's village. I don't walk around thinking like I'm a, I'm a Ghanaian. No, I'm more than that. Hallelujah. Um, that is why five minutes of Pastor goes everywhere. White people listen to it, black people listen to it. They don't remember whether I'm white or black. They don't know. Even Chinese people are listening to it. They don't, they don't. If the moment you think that you are black, and you think that you are from a place where you can't do much, whatever product you have will not get to the ends of the world. Because your thoughts will limit the product. Life is spiritual. There are things that are not said, but they are, they are there. Do you understand what I'm saying? Your thoughts rule you and rule your world. The kind of thoughts you have. If you have demeaning thoughts, if you have thoughts that bring you down and bring you low, it will show in your, in your attitude, in the way you live. Your confidence will be very, very low because you are thinking that you are nothing. Hallelujah. Yeah. Since if you then be risen with Christ, if ye have been risen with Christ, and that's the truth, if you have been risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sits on the right hand of God. Seek those things which are above. Seek those things which are above. What are the things that are above in Christ? Seek those things. Righteousness is one of them. I've told you already. Goodness is one of them. I've told you already. He says, let those things dwell in your mind. Go, go back, go to next, the next verse, verse 2. Let's read it in the Amplified. This and set your minds. Have you seen it? I see what I'm saying. I'm showing you. And set your minds and keep them set on what is above, the higher things, not on the things that are on the earth. He's showing you what to do with your mind. He says, set your mind on the things that are above. On the things. What are the things that are above? I've told you. Righteousness is above. Goodness is above. I am not from this place. I'm from another place. It's one of the things that are above. I'm special. I'm not, I'm not a foolish boy. I'm not a foolish girl. I'm special. I'm a child of a king. Do you understand? These are thoughts that you have to keep your mind fixed on. Keep your mind fixed on them. It says set your mind and keep them set. I'm blessed with all spiritual blessings. Do you understand? Yeah, I, I, to be honest with you, I don't walk around. I, I, don't, I don't. I married into a very rich family. I came from a not so rich family. But I married into a very rich family. Why? Because I have my confidence. And my confidence does not come from my family. If you see me, and you see my house, my mother's house, or my father's house, you'll be surprised. Hey, and you are so confident that the houses have become better over the years. But before, I mean, I don't care. I'm confident. I'm confident in God. Do you understand? Yeah, I don't let my, I don't let my home, the matters in my home, let, uh, uh, dictate the pace of my life. No. No, I don't set my mind on the things that are on the earth, the things that are earthly. 
Why we look at things which are seen? Yeah. Hallelujah. So uh, take your mind from your where is your location? Where is your where, where do you live? When they ask you where do you live, you must have a good good answer for, for them. When they ask where do you live? Where do you come from? Let me show you where you come from. Can I show you where you come from? Yeah. Go to Hebrews chapter twelve, verse two. Hebrews chapter twelve, verse twenty two, rather, not two. Let's show you the King James. He says, But ye are come. Did he say you are going to come? You are trying to come. You will come in the future. You will come when you are a good boy. Or when you are a good girl. You are coming. Is that what he's saying? He says, But you have come. You are come unto a place called Mount Zion. And he calls it the city of the living God. The heavenly Jerusalem. He says, You have come to an innumerable company of angels. So when I'm walking, I'm not afraid when I'm walking and driving around. I'm not afraid. I can drive at night, 2 a.m. I'm going home. I'm fine. Everything is fine. If you like, follow me. You see the angels that will face you. I'm conscious of it. Because I know I'm in, a, I'm in, a, in an immobile company of angels. There are so many angels all around me. It's called spiritual education. You may laugh at me. You may think that it's nothing. But it works. It works. It is the reality. Someone who thinks like this uh, was living in a certain house. In an estate. Am robbers came and stole from everybody in the area. Everybody. The, the house she was in was the only house that was not robbed. The arm robbers could not locate the house. They couldn't see it. it. They became blind to the house. They robbed the house to the left. They robbed the house to the right. They robbed the house behind her. They robbed the house in front of her and left their, their house and, and went away. Everybody was robbed. Why? Because she knows that she's, she has angels that are protecting her every single time. And she's living in a place called Mount Zion. If you don't know, and if you don't think on it, this will not work for you. But when you know and you think on it, it works for you. Do you understand what I'm saying? For instance, one of the other things you have to know about, spiritually, spiritually educate yourself about, it's concerning where, where your, 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 your real, I've told you where your real location is, isn't it? I want to show you how, how powerful you are. And now that the devil has no place in your life. Because there are a lot of people who think that the devil is chasing them. Sometimes they'll have a dream, someone is chasing them, and they wake up, hey, you're some time ago. And they'll start singing songs. Sun sun boni bi tamado. Sun sun biri hao miu. Ama minya oto ma bira boi mu. Eje. Era diye di masse muye mami yo au. Era se retime en yo. Mi ye bi ya enye yo. Until you stop thinking like that's a terrible song. Until you stop thinking and talking like that, nothing will change. Nothing will change. Hallelujah. Yeah. We are, the devil is not supposed to be chasing us. We have to be chasing the devil. Jesus said, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. In other words, my church shall be in ascendancy. My church is the one that is attacking. And the gates of hell cannot prevail against the church. Because the church is on the advance. Are you not the church? You are the church. Hallelujah. Go to Colossians chapter 1. Let's read from verse 11 to verse 12. Colossians. Colossians. Colossi for Homer. Strengthen with all men according to his glorious power, unto all patience and long suffering and joyfulness. Verse 12. Giving thanks unto the Father. He says, which has made us meet or qualified us. Made us meet means to qualify. 
He has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Next verse, verse 13. Who has delivered us? Say he has delivered us. Who has, did he say who is going to? Who is trying to? Who is thinking about to? Who is deciding to? He says, who has? Christ has delivered us from the power of darkness. Do you understand that? He has delivered us. Say he has delivered us. From the power of darkness. If he has delivered you from the power of darkness, then what can darkness do to you? Darkness cannot do anything to you. The word fear not appears 365 times in the Bible. Meaning that you need one every single day. Fear not. In other words, don't live your life in fear. A lot of people are living their lives in fear. They are afraid of things. When you go, out, when you go and you see some powder, they, someone has blown some powder on the floor, you, everybody will dodge. Everybody will dodge. One pastor was preaching recently. As he was preaching, he started his message. He told them to go to, go to Psalm 11. And then he was facing the floor. Psalm 11 verse 35. So as we were turning to the scripture, he just started running away. With the mic, he was running away. The people did not know what was going on. They looked back and they also started running away. And the pastor said, hey, it's okay, come back. It was just a joke. It was just a joke. Then he quoted a scripture that says, fear not to them. Because everybody was afraid. Everybody was going to run away because their pastor was running away. They don't know. They don't know what is going They don't even know what was happening. They don't know what he was running away from. But everybody, I can show you the video. Everybody was running away. Yeah. Because there's fear in the system. Fear. Our pastor is running. What are we going to do? <laughs> Hallelujah. He has translated us. And delivered us from the power of darkness. From the, and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. We are now in the kingdom of his dear son. And the kingdom of his dear son is called Zion. That's where we live. That's where you dwell. Is this, is God dwells in Zion. So as you are moving around, you are moving around with God. Actually, God is even inside you. I mean, God, if you know that God is sitting inside you, I mean, what will you be afraid of? What will you be afraid of? Who will you be afraid of? Which devil can touch you? No devil has that of hell can touch you. No devil can touch you. It's called spiritual education. Because some people don't understand that, this particular thing. They don't know it. They don't know that they've been taken away from the power of darkness. Go, okay, go to Ephesians chapter 1. Let's read from verse 20. From verse 19 it will not be bad. From verse 19. Paul is praying for the church. He says, I pray that you get to understand what is the exceeding greatness of God's power that is at work in you, for you, and towards you who believe. According to the working of his mighty power. Which he worked. The power that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. Is the same power that is inside you. And apart from that power raising Christ from the dead. It set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Far above all principality and power and might. All principality and all power and might. And dominion. And every name that is named. Not only in this world but also in that which is to come. Did you hear that? The power of God took him from the dead and set him above all principalities and powers and dominion. Which one is above him? There's nothing above him. And where he's seated is where we are sitting. Go to Vision chapter 2. All this, this is the last, these are the last verses of chapter 1. Then it leads into chapter 2. Unless you talk about Christ, unless you know what we, where we are in Christ. Go to verse 4. Chapter 2 verse 4. 
but God, who is rich in mercy. Say, but God. God. Who is rich in mercy. For his great love with which he loved us. Even when we're dead in sin. Go to the next verse, verse 5. Even when we're dead in sins, has he made us alive? The word quicken means to make alive. He has made us alive together with Christ. Then it says, by grace are you saved. So it means that when Jesus came from the dead, the power that raised Jesus from the dead is the same power that brought us out from the dead with Christ. Meaning that you are not supposed, you are not supposed to die like a chicken. No, you are not supposed to just die like that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Quicken us together with Christ. By grace are you saved. Verse, verse 6. And has raised us up together. And made us sit together where? In heavenly places. In Christ Jesus. Where Jesus is sitting is where we are sitting. Where Jesus is. Jesus is sitting far above all principality. And power. And might. And dominion. And throne. And every name. There is no name that is above his name. Do you, do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm... I'm, I'm I'm too, I'm too confident when I'm moving around. I'm too confident. It's, it's stupidly, I'm stupidly bold. I need to calm myself. <laughs> I need to calm myself to not overdo things. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not afraid of anything. What can you do to me? Do you know, because I'm conscious of where I'm living. I'm living in Christ, in Zion. And God is living inside me. I know it. I think it. Every single day, I think it. I put, I set my mind on it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Have you seen God being sick before? When was the last time you woke up in the morning and you saw that the sun was, was not coming? When they asked why is the sun not coming, oh, today God is not feeling well, so the sun, he couldn't let the sun come up. Have you ever seen anything like that? The sun is always up. Because God is never sick. If God is never sick and is sitting inside you and he says you are a child, why should you fall sick? <laughs> you see, you are surprised. You're like, hey, these people, Yare will we ask you. Yare will we ask you. You have to be sick once in a while. That's what you are thinking. It's a wrong thought. If you think like that, it will happen to you. I don't fall sick. I will never sleep on any hospital bed. Never. Never. I'm too strong. Tell everybody I'm too strong. Yeah? Too strong. It's called spiritual education. It comes through the textbook. Through the word of God. Okay? Go to Hosea. Hosea chapter 4. Let's read verse 6. Hosea 4, 6. It says, My people are destroyed for the lack of what? For lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject you. That thou shalt be one, no priest to me. Seeing thou hast forgotten the law or the word of thy God, I will also forget thy children. For the lack of knowledge, my people perish. Because they don't know, they perish. Why do, haven't you seen Christians falling sick? Haven't you seen Christians falling sick before? Plenty, probably you can have fallen sick before. Yeah. Many times. It's because of knowledge. It's because you don't know. You don't know that you are not supposed to fall sick. If you know you are not supposed to fall sick, it starts working for you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Spiritual education. Yeah. The devil has no place in my life. The devil, the devil can't kill me. Try and take my picture. I can, you can come for my picture. Take it to any juju man. I can hand it over to you. You don't need to search for it. I can even cut my hair, my fingernails for you. 
try and use me for something. Try, just try. Let's see what will happen. Who will try? Yeah, so sometimes you hear some people were kidnapped for rituals. Not minus me. Who, can they kidnap you? Someone who knew what I'm talking about eh? There was a guy who he knows, he knows what. Because his pastor has been preaching his son to him. So he didn't know it. Or he didn't know he even knew it. One day he was kidnapped. He went to sit in the bus. Not knowing the whole bus. They are kidnapping everybody. Draw, draw. They kidnap everybody. About 14 people. To go and butcher all of them. When they, they, they released the gas into the car. And everybody fell asleep. When they woke up, they were in a, they were in a butcher house. They were butchering them one by one. They butchered, when he woke up, he saw about four people in front of him. They butchered the first guy. The first guy came. When he came, he said, Oh, my mother told me. Oh, my mother told me. Oh, my mommy. What you, what you told me? They just chopped off his head like that. Pah! Hey. The next person, Pah! they chopped, chopped their heads. So it was left with him and then the lady behind him. You remember that story? I showed it to you. Then he started. He said he was, he was afraid initially. But as time was going, I realized that what, what does he have to lose? He's going to lose his life. Let, he should just, let me just speak in tongues. So he just started speaking in tongues. The guy who was shopping the head said that, hey, it's okay, it's okay, you can go. You can go. That was the thing, you can go. They just let him go, just like that. Oh yeah. But if you don't know, you end up like, you, end up, you just end up, you just die like a chicken. Some are easy for rituals. Yeah, some are just easy for rituals. Yeah. Since they know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. I have said that you are God. And you are the children of the Most High. But you shall die like men and like one of the princes of this world. Why? Because you don't know. Neither do you understand. So knowledge is very important. Knowledge. 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 Let me show you a scripture. Go to Second Peter chapter 1. From verse 1 to verse 2. Knowledge. Knowledge. Tell me about knowledge. knowledge. So get, get the knowledge of God's word. And put it in your mind. Let it stay in your mind. Let it stay. This, set your mind on things that are above. You will never hear any news of me dying on the road. Never. <laughs> never. I know when I'm going to die. God has showed it to me. <laughs> remember yesterday I told you that your spirit knows everything about you. So one day I was sitting down. Yes. Looking into the skies. And God told me. God showed it to me. You will die at age this. Just like that. Did you your spirit can show you. So that you can put things in order when the time is coming. Mine is not now. It's not, I'm not dying now. Don't think that because you are younger than me. I'll, I'll, you will, I'll die before you. Don't. I'm making a mistake. Hallelujah. I know when I'm going to die. Yeah. No, it's not now. So I'm not in a hurry for anything. I'm not in a hurry for anything at all. I know. I, know, I have many years ahead of me. Many, 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 many years. If Jesus does not come, that's when I'm going to die. So I'm not careful when I'm driving. Hallelujah. <laughs> Look at the scripture. It says grace. Say grace. grace. Do you know what grace is? Grace is the working of God in a man. Okay? Grace is God at work in a man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Grace is God's ability that is at work in you. And at work around you. For instance, sometimes you go to buy tomatoes. And you go to the tomato shop. And you see seven people selling tomatoes. I don't know if you notice it. Sometimes you go to the market. Same line. Tomatoes people. Plenty people. You are buying salmon. Everybody there is selling salmon. 
Have you seen that before? But if you've noticed, everybody goes to one particular person. One person. They, they will just go to this particular person. Now, there are two things involved. There's either the person is functioning by God or functioning by a certain devil. Never think that everybody is just there like that too. People are not just there like that too. The business you want to, have, you want to do, there are other people who are doing it, who are using some wild agbala. They have, they have talismans around their necks, around their waist, around their, their ankles. They, while they are, they are, they have fortified themselves. They kill chicken, cows, and human beings. So that their business will work. You are the only one who does not have anything. You are just there. You are just there. You wake up, you brush your teeth, and you enter the business. You are the only one who is like that. Those who have their, who, who have God, take him seriously. Those who have the Agbala are committed to the Agbala. Wherever you go, you have to be committed. Do you think money medicine is a joke? Do you think juju is a joke? If you like, miss one of the appointments and see what will happen to you. Do you understand? If they say sacrifice, the principles that work there are the same principles that work in the house of God. Same principles. They are not different. Just that one is God and one is the devil. Same principles. They will tell you sacrifice. Kill your child. Kill your mother. Kill your wife. Do this. Do that. Bring a cow. Is, it not, is that no money? No, we say give. <laughs> you say, oh, the church, they are taking the money, they are using the money to buy whatever, whatever. <laughs> You're a joke. Do you ask the Jew man what he's going to do that thing for? Sometimes the thing he tells you to buy, you realize that he's coming to do stew. A stew is coming to do. <laughs> stew and soup. Buy one good, buy this one. Wh- which God is going to eat that? Is it okay? He's going to eat. Hallelujah. <laughs> The ability of God. Okay? The ability of God. People are doing all kinds of... But... You see, I was telling you about a certain man yesterday. He just got a contract. $200 million. I don't know if I mentioned it here. $200 million. It's a recent thing. So I, I, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. $200 million in this country. Meanwhile, you know what? $1 million to open a bank. Uh, yo. $200 million. How come it went to him? And not to another contractor. How come? It's called grace. There's, there's the influence of God around him. That causes him to have favor. Grace is what causes you to have favor before men. You understand? It's what causes you to be accepted. You are accepted. They, they just like you. They don't know why they, are, they like but they just like you. Oh, come, come, come. We, we, we like you. We want to give this to you. Just like that. That's all. That's all. That man does not joke with giving up. He doesn't joke with the house of God. If you go to church, just two days ago, he went to open a church that he has built. Yeah, he's built and given it to the church that they should be happy. So if such things are happening in his life, someone will say, oh, he's using money medicine, he's using his children. He's not using anybody. Oh, his children are prosperous. Everybody's fine. You know what I'm talking about. Everything is fine. Hallelujah. Grace is the influence of God. It's what causes you to, to, to have the influence of God around you and cause you to be accepted. And cause you to have joy. Do you see? And cause you to produce results. That's, it's called grace. It's God at work and you at rest. You, you can't explain. Yeah. God at work and you at rest. You realize you are not doing much. You are not praying much. You are not doing a lot of things. But you are just favored by God. Things just work for you. Someone just traveled abroad. One of my sons in the Lord traveled abroad recently. When he was going to America. The visa was not the problem. He just went, he just got the visa. 
And everything is paid for. Everything is paid. We didn't use, he's coming from a very typical pure village. He has come to pass through, he has, he has not even been to Accra more than twice. He just came to pass through Accra and went to America. The second time he came to Accra, he was going to America. We've lived there for a long time. We are close to the airport, but it's not, hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He doesn't joke with God. He knows what I'm talking about. Grace. Grace. The influence of God. And the word peace means the peace of God that produces prosperity. It's called shalom. Shalom, shalom. The peace of God that causes you to prosper. Prosperity in peace. And peace in prosperity. Like you are, you, you are rich, you are fine, and you are okay. No worry. No worries. No anxiety. None of those things. I see what I'm talking about. How many of you like these things? Mm-hmm. He says, grace and peace, how? Should be multiplied unto you. Through what? Through what? Then the knowledge of God is very important. This, this God will be, can be working on your behalf more, and you can have peace that produces prosperity more, if it will be multiplied to you, if only you allow yourself to get the knowledge of God. And the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Get, in other words, get to know the Word of God. And set your mind on the Word of God. Like I'm telling you. It will cause you to produce results. You will not know why. They just like you. They just like you. You can't explain. They just like you. How? Through the knowledge of God's word. Through knowledge. It's as simple as that. Just for the lack of knowledge, my people perish. Through knowledge shall the just be delivered. Through knowledge shall the just be delivered. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Through knowledge. Say through knowledge. Shall the just be delivered. Tell me about I'll get to know. You have to. You have to. You have to. If you don't know that you are supposed to walk in prosperity, you will forever you will forever live in lack. If you don't know, the demon that is worrying you is the demon of ignorance. The only thing that the devil would want you to have is ignorance, is to keep you in ignorance. If you don't know, he will have control. I'm telling you, that's the, that's the power that the devil has: ignorance. You see how difficult it is to read your Bible? It's like cracking a, a, a stone. So difficult. Is it true? Because his job is to prevent you from getting to know. If he can prevent you from getting to know, he's done with you. See how difficult it is to come to church? You can go anywhere on your own. Ah, when you're going to visit your girlfriend, do you, does your girlfriend pay for your lawyer friend to come? She brings her car. You, 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 Valentine is coming. What about car? Isn't it? Valentine is coming. You are in trouble. <laughs> you will pay. You will pay. Whether you like it or not, you will pay. But only church. 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 Oh, oh, oh. Only church. I don't have lawyer fair. I don't have money. I don't have a nice dress. Meanwhile, when you are going, you have dress to go everywhere. Did you know the devil, there's a big demon standing by your shoulder here. Which is to you. He doesn't, he doesn't want you to go. Because he knows that when you go, you'll be educated. And when you're educated, you, he, will be, he will run away. He can't stay. Let me show you. Let me show you a certain scripture. Can I show you a certain scripture? The Bible says that there was a day Jesus was teaching. As he was teaching, evil spirits were leaving. As he shared the word of God, evil spirits were shouting and leaving people. 
Because the cure for evil spirits to depart is the word of God. When the word of God is spoken, they depart. So right now, there are demons living you that you don't even, you don't even know about. Demons, they are just leaving you. Oh yes, plenty, they are just going away like that. <laughs> Hallelujah. You need to educate yourself. It's very important. Okay? Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Let's read verse 12. 1 Corinthians 2, 12. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, so that we might know the things that are freely given unto us of God. Have you seen it? So that we might know. We might know. We have to know the things that are given to us freely. When you know them, start thinking on them. Put your mind on them. Start fixing your mind on it. Start fixing your mind. That's why we teach you to confess the word of God for yourself. The confession is not for just this place. The confession must be your daily, your daily life. As you are moving around, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I live in Zion. I live in Zion. I dwell in Zion. I dwell in Zion. Yeah, health is mine. Prosperity is mine. I live in health. I live in prosperity. I live in goodness every single day of my life. I will never go down. I will never go down. Every single thing I touch works. Because my hands are blessed. When I stretch forth my hands, it is God who has stretched forth his hands. Yeah, it's scripture. It's scripture. It says, I'll dwell in them. I'll walk in them. I'll live in them. You are God's headquarters. If someone is looking for God, the person must look for you. Go to First uh, Corinthians chapter 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. Am I showing you too many scriptures? Am I helping you in any way? Hmm. It says, be not unequally yoked together with what? With unbelievers. So when you are going to marry, don't look for an unbeliever and marry her. Are you hearing me? For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? He calls you righteousness. He calls them unrighteousness. And what communion has light of darkness? He calls you light. You are the light of the world. Do you know what that means? Do you know what that means? When it says you are the light of the world. It's, it's part of spiritual education. You must know that you are the light of the world. You see, when there's darkness, you can't see anything. Have you ever walked into your room? A dark room before? Have you, have you, you hit your head against something. Your foot will hit something. You can even somersault and break your neck. Is it true? Yeah, especially when you are coming from light and you enter a room, a dark room. Your, it takes a while for your, your eyes to adjust to see what's going on. Hmm. When there, where there's darkness, there's no definition. You can't, you can't define. You, nothing develops. Light is the beginning of definition and development. Now, the Bible says that you are the light of the world. <laughs> it's serious though. Can I show, let me show you another scripture. Apart from this one. Sometimes, sometimes I'll be there, I'll just be, I'll just be thinking to myself, I, I, I cannot, how can I feel? How can I feel? Listen, the church started with one person. One, like this. One, my one. <laughs> Bright was saying that I, 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 the school he went to, I was teaching there. I, I taught in Kumakai, he was there. That was the same time when the church started. One person in 2010. One person. Do you know 2010? How many years ago is that? Just, just about eight years. It's not yet eight years. Just about eight years ago. Just one person in the church. 
Today, there are more than 1,000 people in the church. The auditorium we are sitting in is not the only place we have. There are about four of this in different places. We have one church building. We are buying a land somewhere in Medina. We are going to be buying some here. We are going to be buying some in Kaneshi. We found a land in Kaneshi. We are going to be building. How come the church moved from one person? You have come from Winneba. How come you, there's a church in Winneba? There are human beings sitting in like, inside it. I, what, what, I know that I'm the light of the world. Whatever I touch, must, I am development. What I touch develops. Listen, starting businesses and those things is the least thing, is the least thing in my life. I don't think about it. Do you understand? I'm not afraid of failure at all because I cannot fail. Yeah. It's called spiritual education. If you have been educated along that line, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. When you wake up, you look at your business and say, you are working. You are going higher. You are going, you are, the life of the world has touched you. You are going higher. You are going higher. If you want to start a business, don't be afraid. Start it. Just make sure you know the word of God. Know the word of God, like I'm teaching you now. And with that knowledge, start, the, start what you are doing. I have one of, one of uh, people in church has investment not less than 800,000 Ghana cities. He's not yet 30. He's not yet, this is investment, not his business. Investments. Up to 800, almost a million Ghana cities. One person. Yeah. One person. And I know how he started. I know how he started. There was nobody in the church. You come, pastor. I want to do that. Come, do this, do that. And you do it. Do you remember what I said here? Yes, I remember. Go and use it. That's all. That's all. So he knows where his money came from. So he doesn't joke with church at all. At all, at all, at all, at all, at all. Yeah. I'm not joking. Another person, his investments are, are close to 400,000 Ghana cities. That's another person. He's a pastor. Close to 400,000 Ghana cities. You know the one I'm talking about. Close to 400,000 Ghana cities. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, that is supposed to be your story. And that is going to be your story. Say, I'm the light of the world. Say, all things are mine. You have to know it. Though. You have to know it. Okay? You have to know it. You have to know it. Know it for yourself. And think it consistently and continuously. If you keep your mind set on the higher things for one year, you'll be shocked at what will happen around you. You'll be surprised. Just for one year. Even three months, you'll be surprised that you, you will change. you become a different man. you become a different person. You will never fall. I mean, malaria and those, it will never come into your life. He calls us the children of light. That's what I wanted to show you. He calls the children of light. He says, you are light and they are darkness. You are light. You are development. When you arrive in that place, development starts coming there. It has happened to us so many times. Yeah, sometimes we go to an area, there's nothing there. When we, when we settle there, in less than two years, the whole place, road is coming, people are coming. We are the light of the world. Even here. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Go back to that place. This is Matthew 5.14. You are the light of the world. This is what I've been saying all this while. Go to that place where we're reading. Yeah. And what communion has light of darkness? Next verse. And what concord has Christ with Belial? He calls you Christ and calls them Belial. Belial is children of the devil. Or what part has he that believes with an infidel? Continue. And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? Then he says, for ye are. Did he say you are going to become when you, are, when you become good? 
Ye are what? Ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will live in them, and I will dwell in them, and I will walk in them. Hmm? I will dwell in them. As God has said, I will dwell in them, and walk in them. And I will be their God, and they shall be my people. God sits inside you. In First John 4, 4, it says, Ye are of God, little children. I know that I know that I know that I know that I am of God. God is inside me. Listen, it's not, it's not a knowledge that comes, I call on when I need. No, it's a present state mentality. Do you understand? Yeah. Present, present state. It's my constant state. If you wake me up in the morning, who are you? I'm of God. That's what I'll tell you. I'm a child of God. Where? I, I, I don't, I don't. Where's, who are your family? My family is, is, the, is the family of God. Because I've been educated spiritually along that line. Hallelujah. I don't live like a pauper. Yeah. I live, I'm a rich man. I'm rich. I'm rich. I'll never go down. <laughs> you see, I cannot be put to shame. Oh, I, these are things I'm, I know. I can never be put to shame. Because Christ was put to shame for me. Christ was, was crucified naked. He took my shame. Why should I be? Why should I have shame? Even if I did something wrong, I'll never be put to shame. Never. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's called what? Spiritual education. You must train your spirit with it. So that your spirit is strong and knows and can deliver to you what you need, what you require. Okay? Yeah. God is in me. God dwells in me. As I walk, God is walking. As I talk, God is talking. As I stretch my hands, God has stretched his hands. Yeah. Do you believe it? Yeah. Are you sure you believe it? Yeah. Start living like that. Okay, start living like that. If you like, train yourself for the next three months. Just try it. Whatever you wake up, just start confessing to yourself. I'm a child of God. I'm not a child of Mr. Bing. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. <laughs> You see, you've been trained to focus your eyes to, to, to see. We've been trained to differentiate between colors. Our senses have been trained. Our outward man has been trained. But our inward man has not been trained. Okay? Yeah. You, you know how to sit down. You know, what, you know what to wear. You've been trained to do that, to do all those things. Now we have to train our spirits to be able to catch signals from God and hear what God has to say. But train yourself. You wake up in the morning. I'm a child of God. I'm full of glory. I'll never go down. My path is as a path of the just. That shines brighter and brighter. Onto the perfect day. I'm going higher. I'm going higher. I'm going higher. Every single year I go higher. I go higher. That has been our story. That has been our story all these years. That has been our story. We don't have signboards. We are not on TV. We are not on radio. But the church is growing. How? 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 Because this, we talk like this. We are going higher. <laughs> so if you, if you have a business, I like it. I like it when people have businesses and have things. It, it's small. The Bible says that do not despise humble beginnings. It says, though thy beginning be small, yet thy latter end shall greatly increase. Shall greatly increase. So whatever you started, it may look small, but the latter, there's a prophecy concerning what you have started. It says the latter end shall greatly increase. This is a scripture I use for church growth. 
Yeah, it is small now, but the latter shall greatly increase. So it is one person there now. I'm not afraid to start churches. I can start a church. There are two people in a church. Though thy beginning be small, yet thy end shall be. Let's let's look for it. Though thy beginning be small, <laughs> yet thy latter end, your latter end shall greatly increase. I preached a message some time ago called "Small is Beautiful." Yeah, I was talking about how small things can increase and can become big. Job eight seven. Go to Job. Job chapter eight verse seven. Look at it. I'm using it. Job chapter 8 verse 7. Though thy beginning was small, yet thy latter end shall greatly increase. Your latter end shall greatly increase. Greatly increase. Every big thing started small. Microsoft was small. Google was small. Benz was small. Ford was small. Johnson's and Johnson's was small. What else was small? Facebook was small. Macintosh was small. Everything began small. They were small, but they, they had their confidence. They knew, what, they knew what they had. They knew that we have something that can work. They put their all on it. You are even better. Those people didn't have God, but you have God now. You can be guided by God. And you have prophecies hanging on your head, your head. What are you afraid of? So you wake up in the morning, you start talking like that. Though my beginning is small, yet my end, my latter end, shall greatly increase. Greatly increase. I'm getting bigger and greater. I'm getting smarter and smarter and wiser and wiser. I'm the wisest dude around. Yeah. The Bible says that God made Daniel ten times, twenty times wiser than his mates. I'm wiser. Before they see, I have seen. Yeah. If you knew that people would be buying iPhones like they are doing now, you would have started a business with iPhone. Isn't it? You'd have started a business with iPhone. You'd be a soul, soul, whatever, distributor. Yeah. God gives us access to the future through His Spirit. Brothers and sisters, you, I'm here to tell you that train yourself spiritually. Okay? That is the surest way to succeed in life. Surest way. Surest way. You cannot go wrong. Surest way. Okay? So don't neglect the word of God. You remember the scripture I quoted for you last, yesterday night. First 13, 13. Let's read it in the message version. Ignore the word and suffer. Ignore the word and suffer. Ignore it and suffer. If you ignore it, you suffer. If you ignore it, you suffer. It is God's material for growth. It is God's material for education. Ignore the word of God and suffer. Honor God's commands and grow rich. You will grow rich. If you honor his word, you will grow rich. Now, some of you know what I'm talking about. Okay? Some of you know. You have access to this. You've known this for some time. Now, what I'm saying is a new knowledge to you. You've known it for a long time. Don't you know it? Has it made your life better than it is now? It was some years ago. Has it made your life better than it was some years ago? Has it made your life better than it was some years ago? Has it? It has. It has. It has. It has made your life better. Now, it may not get to, it may not have gotten to the point where it's like it's really like, there's a real difference, like wow difference. It may not have gotten to that point. Because, you see, yesterday I was giving you an example concerning the barrel and the buckets. I don't know if you were here. Uh, was it here that I was talking about it? Now, there are some barrels in there. How did you get them filled? Did you get them filled by fetching one bucket of water? When you came, you fetched one bucket of water, you poured it inside, and the barrel became filled. 
Was it like that? No, it wasn't like that, isn't it? You fetched so many barrels, so many buckets into the barrel. You kept pouring it in. And as you kept pouring it in, it got to a point where it became full. If you add any water, any bucket of water again, it overflows. Isn't it? Go to Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 3. Ecclesiastes 11, 3. He says, if the clouds be full of rain, if the clouds, say if the clouds, says, if the clouds be full of rain, if they be full of rain, all your confessions that you have been making all these years, you've been filling your cloud. You've been filling it with rain. You've been filling it. That's what you've been doing. All the things you've been saying. All those of you who have known this knowledge before, some of you don't know it. Now you know it. Now you to start filling your cloud. Do you understand what I'm saying? Things may not change tomorrow. All those who want Immediate change. Quick change. That's a problem. Nothing in life works like that. Everything grows from one level to the other. It takes time. Okay? But don't change your focus. Focus on it. All that you are doing is you are filling your cloud. It says if the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. So as you've been talking, I'm rich. I'll never be poor. Man. You have been filling your rich cloud, your prosperity cloud. That's what you've been doing. You've been filling it all this well. As you have been saying, I'm rich. I'm rich. I'll never be poor in my life. I'm going stronger and higher in the name of the Lord Jesus. Prosperity is mine in the name of the Lord Jesus. As you've been talking like that and thinking like that, you've been filling your cloud all this well. There's a day when it will be filled. When it is filled, it will start emptying itself back to you. And you'll be shocked at what will happen around you. My cloud is full. Right now, every prayer I pray is, is an overflow. Mine is full. Oh yes, I can tell you mine is full. God, God, God blesses me too much. Like, it's too much. I can't, I'm not lying to you. God blesses me too much. This week, this Sunday, isn't it? From Monday till now, God has given me more than 6,000 Ghana cities. Just me. Just like me. I'm just there. I'm, not, I'm just doing my work. Preaching and going up and down. Doing my job. There are people who preach more than I do, but they don't get what I get. And because of that, they are selling things. I don't have to sell anything. We are buying a land close to 300,000 Ghana cities. From January to now, the amount of money that God has given to us as a church is more than 150,000 Ghana cities. From January to now, and I've sold everything. Because I'm spiritually smart. What I want to do, I want to get, more, I want to get a million dollars before the year ends. Some years ago, the church could not. Uh, we're, we're getting a property, uh, 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 a place to rent. Okay, and our man, the place was 7,000 Ghana cities. Our money, all our money was 3,000 Ghana cities. <laughs> this is 2012. 2000. How many years ago was that? About six years ago. This is 2012. Six years later, I'm talking about $1 million. One, that's what I'm talking about. One million, I'm expecting $1 million to come. And God told me, by the end of February, I'll give you 100,000. Brothers and sisters, it works so. It works like magic. It's almost like magic. It's almost like magic. It works rough. Your business will be producing 200 Ghana cities today. If God has told you to do it, just stay there. Be there. And just continue talking the word. And focusing your mind on God's word. The word of God is the tool. 
You see, it's my word is like fire. Is my word not like fire? Is it not like a hammer? The word of God is what God, is God's material for creation. That's what God uses to create things. And you have his word. If you have his word, just release his word through your confession. Your cloud, you are filling your cloud. You are filling your prosperity cloud. Maybe your faith is not working the way you want it to work. You are like, you are, it's like you are putting your faith to work, but it's not working the way you want it to work. You see, just like... Do you go to the gym and you go and carry 100 kilograms at once? Just like that with your body. Just go. Oh dear, what bomb? I just said. What about You are so you are so big. It's like you are you are like cassava. You are coming like that. Then you get to the gym. <laughs> move away, move away, move away. Then you come. Okay, so which one is the heaviest? So this one is hundred kilograms. Then you come. Your your arms will tear. Will tear and it will be. <laughs> your arm will tear and be attached to the to the to the whatever to the weight, and you go without you go armless. It doesn't happen like that. You have to start from 5 kg. 5 kg. You are just doing this. Small, 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 small. After some weeks, you realize that you can do 10 kg. Then be going like that. Small, 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 small. Before you realize, you are doing 25 kg. You are going, huh? You are going like that. You are building your muscles to be able to raise the 100 kilograms in the future. Same thing with greater education. You are filling your cloud. You are filling your cloud. That's what you are doing. You are filling your cloud of faith. You are filling your cloud of righteousness. Maybe you are confessing that I'm the righteous of God. But you check your life and you're like, it's like you're a sinner. The porn can't leave. It can't leave. The masturbation can't leave. It's like, don't worry about it. Just continue confessing the word of God. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Just keep gazing. Keep looking unto Jesus. The author and, our, and, our, and the finisher of our faith. Just keep looking at him. As you continue looking at him, before long, all of those things will leave. You'll be shocked. You'll be surprised. That's what to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Confessing prosperity is mine, but you can't even produce 100 grams. When they say give 100 grams, you can't give. Don't worry. That same you, who could not give 100 grams in that same sense. You give 100,000 and you don't think about it. Today when you are entering your bank, they don't even notice they are, you are coming. When you are coming, it's like you are just one of those people. Because your money is so small. Yes, but you put your, the ATM card into the machine, the machine will just reject your card. Like that. It will reject, card rejected. It will reject your card and throw it away. Don't worry. It's a time coming. When you are coming, the bankers will say, I hope you are not coming to take all the money. That's what they will say. I hope you are not coming to take all the money. Because your money is what they will be using to run the bank. I prophesy into your life that you shall see goodness. You shall see good days. Don't give up. Listen, don't give up. What you are doing is the right thing. Don't give up. If your clouds, if the clouds be full of rain, they will empty themselves. You are dreaming, spiritually speaking. You are getting your body builded. You are building yourself. You are building yourself, spiritually speaking. And before long, your spirit will deliver to you. It will empty itself and bring you plenty rain. Plenty on every side. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Don't despise the word of God. Don't ignore the word of God. It is the power of God. It is a tool for change. It is the power of God for your development, for your growth, for your establishment. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Don't stop talking it. Keep saying it. Don't stop talking it. Keep your mind on it. Continuously, consistently. Don't ignore it. Fill your clouds. Fill your clouds of prosperity. Fill your clouds of righteousness. Fill your clouds of favor. Fill your clouds of blessings. Fill your clouds of faith. Fill your clouds. Fill your clouds. Fill your clouds. 
when they have failed, when they have failed, when they have failed, they will empty themselves. They will empty themselves for you. They will reign for you. They will reign prosperity. They will reign faith. They will reign righteousness. They will reign goodness. They will reign glory. They will reign for you. Every single day of your life, you will find yourself going higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. Give the Lord a shout. Tell him I'm moving forward. I'm going higher. So you don't look at your environment to say what you are saying. You may be saying and it's like nothing is changing around. Don't worry. Don't worry. The Bible says, why we look not at the things which are seen. Don't look at what is seen. But at the things which are not seen. For the things which are unseen are real. They are real. The unseen things are real. It will come to pass. It will change. That disease will leave your body. Yeah. That poverty, will, you will say bye bye to poverty in your life. You'll be shocked. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. Listen, and when that critical mass comes, it doesn't stop. When your class are full, they don't stop. It becomes a recurrent, a dynamo. Because you feel it, it empties itself. You feel it, it empties itself. You feel it, it empties itself. Just like that. It keeps going and going and going and going. Hallelujah. Say, my future is bright. My future is so bright. Watch it, watch it. Watch it, watch myself a lot. That's what I just did. I'll say, watch out world. Watch out. Watch out for me. Watch out for me. Watch out for me. God told Abraham that you shall be great and every single thing that comes out of you will be great. We are the seed of Abraham. Everything you start to be great. It will not listen. We are in Ghana, we hear we hear about Dolce and Gabbana, uh, uh, Tommy Tommy Hill figure. What else? Kenneth Cole, Gucci, uh, whatever. We hear names of people who began businesses some years ago. Years ago. Some of the companies are hundred years old. Maybe you have started yours and have called it Kofi Kofi K. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. It looks like nobody in the area knows you. But very soon. Very soon. But very soon. Very soon. You will see me because I'm going higher and higher and higher and higher. Give the Lord a shout. That's, 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 these are the principles I use for the church. When I was coming, I looked, I looked down there. We used to be at Elisha's mom's corridor. That was where we were. How many years ago was that? Just about two years ago. Just about two years ago. Just about two years ago. Look at where we are. What have you been doing all this while? We are moving out of this place. We are getting a bigger place. We are getting a bigger place. We are getting a better place. Is it not happening? I see you building. Building and building and building and building. Establishing many churches. Use it for yourself. It works. It works. It works. Some years ago, our church was not known. It was in a small corner. All of us were in a small place. All of us were 60 in a room. There was a time, I remember you were there. We were in a room together. Brunei was 47. I'll come there and come and have service on Sunday morning. 
the whole church was in that room. 24 eyes. Then go to 27 eyes. Can you imagine? We were in somebody's hall. Yeah, where the whole church was in someone's hall. It's amazing. It works. Tell me about it works. It works. God bless you for listening. Keep listening to the word as Christ is made the center of your world. For prayer and counseling, call 024-563-8314 or send an email to info at christworldinc.com. God bless you.